Hey, I'm Jesse. I hope you're having a great and safe New Year's Eve. Let's have our final devotion in the year 2022, if you're here with us going through this originally for the Redemption Church, in the final book of the Bible. Our series is in Matthew. Last week's devotions covered the story of the birth of Christ and Herod's attempt to kill Jesus. We've seen throughout this week parallels between Revelation 12 and Matthew chapter 2. Here's a final a final teaching on that parallel. Here's just, let's go back, let's zoom out now that we've looked at every one of these six verses one at a time. Here they are holistically once more. Revelation 12, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars in her head. She was pregnant and cried out in labor and agony as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. There was a, fi- a great fiery dragon, uh, a great fiery dragon in, Uh, having seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven crowns. Sorry, I've scribbled on this so much that it's hard to read again. Its tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and hurled them down to the earth, and the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. She gave birth to a son, a male who was going to rule all nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God to be nourished there for 1,260 days. We've talked about the numerous parallels here about God caring for Israel, about the devil trying to stop the birth of Christ, about Mary being cared for, about Israel being cared for in the Exodus, about the sun with the iron rod in Revelation 19.15, about the sun being caught up to the throne of God in Acts chapter 1. But here's something that's pretty cool. I want to show you another parallel between this text and what took place in the Gospel of Matthew, our current series, really, fulfillment, right? But there's something else. It takes place in Daniel chapter 11, okay? This is a prophecy about this same time period. He will also invade the beautiful land, and many will fall, but these will escape from his power, Edom, Moab, and the prominent people of the Ammonites. So as Israel... Now, as we, you know, apply this prophecy of this woman with the, the crown with 12 stars on her head, as she is Israel in the end times, just as the seventh trumpet has been blown, she's cared for for 1,260 days. This cuts in half the tribulation, and that's, that's, you have tribulation vanilla flavored, as I call it, and then you have the great tribulation where things intensify and they're even worse. But Israel is cared for by God. Based on Daniel 11:41, it could be that Israel then is cared for by former enemies, the Edomites possibly, the Moabites, prominent people of the Ammonites. If the woman is Israel, and this refers to the Israelites being cared for for three and a half years, then it's possible that uh, a former enemy provides sanctuary for the people of God. This is also represented in a microcosm by what God did for Mary. I don't think that uh, I don't think that the woman in Revelation 12 represents Mary. I think that Mary represents, in many ways, uh, God's relationship with Israel. Right? Uh, but Mary typifies and embodies faithful obedience uh, in an incredible, incredible way, and uh, what God did in her life by warning her husband to bring her to Egypt so that Hosea 11.1 would be fulfilled and he'd be called out of Egypt. It's similar to what's going to happen in the nation of Israel. 
Things have been rough for Israel, but wow, Israel exists today. That alone is evidence of the fulfillment of God's prophesied word. Things are going to get worse again for Israel, but God will spare her. God is going to bring about a massive revival in Israel. It's prophesied in Revelation 14. God's going to take care of his people. That's what I believe is described in Revelation chapter 12, verses 1 through 6. And even today, as holistically, in large part, Israel denies that Jesus is the Messiah. They deny the Son of God. God's at work in Israel today. It blew my mind. I was just procrastinating trying to work on a paper. I was there for doctoral classes and was drumming along with the music that I heard in the next apartment over. And the guy came over and knocked on his door because he heard me drumming along with his guitar playing. He turned out to be the speechwriter for the commander of Israel's army. We went up onto the, to the, uh, the, the rooftop lounge at the foosball table and we just talked for hours and hours and hours. I had to pick this guy's brain, also confirm that I was pronouncing what little Hebrew I knew correctly. <laughs> and it was, a, it was loads of fun. Both of us were massively off task from what we were supposed to be doing there. <laughs> God is at work in the nation of Israel. They're largely atheistic right now, but even their very national anthem refers to God's hand at work. That they exist is proof of God saying what he's going to do and then doing it, prophesying and then fulfilling that prophecy. God's not done with Israel. They have a special place in his heart and they should hold a special place in our hearts as well. In all of this, as the Christmas season gives way to New Year's New Year's Day tomorrow, man, I pray that we would not, like Israel, fail to give thanks and gratitude and glory to God for his sovereign hand at work, for his provision and his protection. He's brought us through another year and he's going to do it again. Let's go before the Lord and let's pray. God, thank you for another year, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness to the people of the Redemption Church, your provision for us. We've seen a lot of people move away. We've seen, uh, we've seen other people step up, and it's been amazing to see. We've seen our building campaign just absolutely blow our minds. And now, God, as we wrap up the year 2022, some of us say good riddance and with excitement greet a new year. But, Lord, having continued our journey through Matthew, having just glimpsed into Revelation as we've done, we see your sovereign hand at work caring for the newborn baby Jesus, caring for the nation of Israel, caring for Mary, caring today for the New Testament church. You care for us. Lord, we cast our cares upon you. We trust in your sovereign provision in all things. We pray, Lord, for the nation of Israel that you bring revival there. We pray, Lord, for the city of Seattle that you bring revival here. Would you do it in the new year? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.